Welcome to Passion Church. For more information about Passion Church, please visit us online at www.passionchurch.tv. Now let's join the service already in progress. As we've been doing for several summers, we bring folks in that are special to our body that we believe are a prophetic voice. Have you enjoyed it so far this year? I mean, it's been phenomenal, and I just am really, really pleased and and thankful that God is speaking to us. Well, today we're going to wrap this series up, and it won't be any less um, powerful this morning. I don't know that for most of you, I don't need to introduce our speaker this morning. He's been with us two years in a row. Is this the third year? This will be the third year in a row, and the first year after he spoke, I knew that he was somebody I wanted to to speak to us on a regular basis because he brings a word. He brings the word of the Lord to us, and so this morning, we just want to give him his liberty, and I want you to give a big Passion Church welcome today to one of our own. We only get to see him a couple times a year, but, but he's one of our own. The DNA is the same, amen? And so I want you to give a huge Passion Church welcome to our voice today, Brother Stacy Hilliard, as he brings the word. Take your liberty, we got plenty of time. Amen. Amen. We do honor our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is really, He's truly uh, our everything, and we're trying to submit um, all that we are, all that we have um, to Him. I'm, I'm on a journey to make him Lord. He's already Lord of my life, uh, but I want to make him Lord of all that I am. Amen. And we bless him. We appreciate him. We honor him, glorify him, worship him, for he is truly worthy. Amen. We do honor the pastor, first lady of this house. Amen. Uh, Pastors Steve and Julie Ely. We bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for the opportunity to minister the word of God in this place. All the leaders that make up this house, we bless you. Honored to be able to count you as fellow laborers in this kingdom work as God uses us individually and collectively uh, to expand his kingdom in the earth realm today. Amen. Uh, Such a joy to have my wife with me today. I don't she doesn't get an opportunity to hear me preach as much as she used to. Amen. But it's a joy uh, to have her uh, in, this, in this service. Amen. Amen. I think one of my children is in children's church. They, one of them is in children's church. That's just, that's just wrong, Pastor. Amen. She, she said, Daddy, I, I want to go to children's church. I says, well, okay, bless the Lord. And I immediately turned... <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and as she was making uh, her exit, amen, I turned to the pastor and said, you know, that's just wrong right there. She'd rather hear someone else preach than, than daddy, amen. But I do have one that's still with us, amen, and we thank God for her, amen, Hannah, in Jesus' name, amen. We're going to go quickly to the word of the Lord. The pastor has told me to take my liberty. That's what he whispered. One of the things he whispered to me a moment ago was, take your liberty. You have plenty of time. Now I'm African-American. 
And my brother, my brother, my brother. Amen. That's all I'm going to say about that. Amen. But I believe there's a word from the Lord. And uh, we do want to go quickly to his word. I'm a preacher. Amen. I do other things, but uh, at the end of the day, God called me to preach. And um, uh, I believe that's my assignment uh, today. And we believe there is a word that the Lord would have us to deposit in your spirit, in your hearing, that will challenge you and uh, at the same time position you, if you will embrace it, amen, individually and as one, um, uh, to be more profitable, if you will, uh, to what he plans to do. Amen. Genesis chapter 12. We're going to start reading at verse number one. We're going to come down to about verse five. Amen. When you have it, say amen. I'll be reading from the KJV. Yes, the King James Version of the Bible. And I'm old school. I guess you know that. Amen. Because I'm reading from the KJV. I'm old school. So if you, if you would, please, just stand with me for the reading of the word. Amen. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 5. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and I will curse him that curseth thee. And in thee all, or in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 70 and five years old when he departed unto Haran. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan. And into the land of Canaan uh, they came. Father, right now, in the most holy and precious name of Jesus, I pray that you would give me the tongue of the learned, that I'll speak a word in season, a word that will find its mark in the heart of each and every hearer and believer, a word that challenges us and at the same time positions us to go deeper and further into the manifestation of your will that you've already prepared for us individually and collectively. Use this time to make us more profitable to your use, more profitable to you. And as we see the manifestation of these things unfold, it will give you all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated in the name of the Lord. I won't talk to you because I believe about something I believe that is very significant as it relates to what it is God has in store for us. And I don't believe it was uh, by coincidence that uh, the pastor stood and said, 
or, or, well, so emphatically, yes. Amen. Somebody look up to God and tell him yes. Amen. See, the answer to how, man, Lord, I better not start that. The answer to God's how is yes. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes when God speaks to us, we, we, we get stuck uh, where we are because God doesn't give us all the details. When God speaks, he imparts enough faith for us to obey what it is he said. And it is in responding properly that God starts to uh, unfold how it is he's going to bring to pass what it is he's planning to do. But he does not do that until we give him the proper answer. Yes. And the proper answer when God speaks is always Yes. I don't know who I came to talk to, but let me tell you what God is going to say to you as you love Jesus. As you seek God about what he's already said, let me tell you how he's going to respond. He's going to tell you what he, what he told you the last time. Amen. He's, going basically, he's just going to tell you what he, what he told you the last time. Amen. Because fact is, he's waiting for us to just respond to what he said. And so, Abram, 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 the Lord spoke to Abram and said, get out from among your nation, from among your kindred, and from among your father's house. Amen. Because the fact of the matter is, if we're going to miss God, these are the forces that will cause us to do so. God says, listen, Abram, I got something I want to do, amen, but I'm not going to do it unless you can get out from among your country, amen. In other words, you got to get out from among your culture, mm-hmm. then you got to get out, amen, from among your kindred. In other words, you, you got to get out from around some of your kinfolk. Amen. Then you have to get out from among your daddy's house because, yeah, in other words, you have to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Because if God is going to do something significant in your life, it's going to be your culture, your kinfolk, or your comfort zone that will cause you to miss it. I don't know who I came to preach to in here, but I came to tell somebody that God sent me down here to tell you it's time for you to get out. I don't know where you need to leave, but 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 rest you assured that what God has in store for you is not going to happen as long as you stay where you are. And God told Abraham, he said, listen, you got to get out of here because if you don't leave where you are, then the forces of the place that you are right now will pull you, will, 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 will pull you into environments and things that will uh, not allow the manifestation of my purpose and my plan to come to pass in your life. And the reason God told Abram to get out is the same reason he's telling you, you got to leave some places or, oh Lord Jesus, it's because God decided I 
God will make a great nation out of you. In other words, I, I came to tell somebody in here, the reason God is, 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 is has you in a, in a season of uneasiness, the reason you can no longer get comfortable where you are is because God has plans for you and he can't bring them to pass as long as you're still wrapped up in where you are. Because the fact of the matter is where you are is not big enough for where God is taking you. I don't know who I'm preaching to in here, but the Lord sent me down here to tell somebody he's going somewhere with this. Look at your neighbor. Help me preach to him and tell him he's going somewhere with this. Hallelujah. I don't know what your this is, but God sent me down here to tell you he's going somewhere and he's trying to take you into another dimension. He's trying to take you into a greater manifestation. He's trying to take you deeper into the things of God, but he's waiting for you to respond properly by just saying, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. God says, Abraham, if you will get out, I will make a great nation out of you. In other words, God says, I want to make something special out of you. I want to make something significant out of you. I want to make somebody, I want to make you somebody that nobody can take credit for but God. Who am I preaching? I don't know who I came to talk to, but God told me to tell you that he's ready to give you one of them but God miracles. And he's waiting for you to respond properly. God wants to do something in you that nobody can take credit for but God. God wants to do something to you that nobody can get credit for but God. God wants to do something in you that nobody can get credit for but God. God wants to take you to a place where people are going to have to look at you and testify. This is the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes. Nobody could do that for you but God. God. Nobody could do that to you but God. Nobody could make that happen for you but Hallelujah. I don't know who I came to talk to in here today, but God sent me down here to tell you he's ready to do something in your life. Hallelujah. That when it comes to pass, nobody can get the credit. Your upbringing can't take the credit. Your schooling can't get the glory. Where you came from, your pedigree, your background can't claim that it, had, that it made it happen for you. God told me to tell you that the next move is a but God move. And he's waiting for you to respond to what he said. Hallelujah. In other words, Abram, I want to make somebody out of you. But in order for me to do it, you have to disconnect from some things. And oh, Lord Jesus. You have to disconnect from some things and some places and some people. Let me tell you something. If you're going to miss God, let me tell you how you're going to do it. One of three entities. Culture. Kinfolk. And comfort. Come on, come on. People. Places. And things. If you're going to miss God, it's because you're hanging with the wrong people in the wrong place at the wrong time. And if, But if you're going to go into what God has for you, you're going to go into it because you get connected with the right people. 
hallelujah, and you're in the right place, and you're at the right time. And I don't know who I'm talking, but the Lord sent me down here to tell somebody, honey, what used to be good for you is no longer good for you. The people who used to be good for you are no longer good for you. The place that was good for you is no longer good for you. And the things you have been doing are no longer the things you ought to be doing. And what God is waiting for you to do is allow him to move you into the next dimension of his glory. Because the reality is, focus. Your focus has to change. If God is going to do what he wants to do in your life, he has to move you into an environment where your focus can change. Hallelujah. And let me tell you why that's important. Because focus creates blindness. Hallelujah. See, you can't focus on but one thing at a time. The moment you focus on any one thing, everything else goes blurry. See, and the problem is God wants to do something that causes you to focus. And until you say yes to God's future, you are not properly focused to go into it. And you know when you're focused on your future because your past becomes blurry. Hallelujah. See, I know when a person is focused on the right thing. Hallelujah. Because they're focused, because they're talking about their future. They're acting like they're going into their future. They're expecting their future to show up in their life. Let me tell you something. Everything that's fighting you, everything your adversary is throwing at you right now, it's not about where you are. It's not about where you've been. It's about where you're going. And the only way to go into where God is taking you is to leave where you have been. Hallelujah. Somebody tell your neighbor, get out. See, that's what you got to do. You got to make up your mind. It's time for me to get out. I got to get out of here. Now, you got to understand also, see, leaving does not necessarily mean you got out. Just because you leave a place doesn't mean you got out of it. Hallelujah. See, just because you have you, not y'all, but you know, you've been counseling with some people who left a relationship, but they never got out of it. Hallelujah. They left an environment, but they never got out of it. They left a predicament, but they didn't get out of it. They left a bad situation, but they didn't get out of it. You can move physically and never get out of where God is calling you out of. Because until you move physically and then move spiritually and then move emotionally and move in your mind. See, I don't know who, I, but the Lord told me to tell you, not only are you getting ready to get out of this physically, but you getting ready to get out emotionally, you getting out spiritually, you coming out in your body, and you coming out in your mind until you make a... See, and you know when a person is out. 
Hallelujah. Because they're not focused on that anymore. Have you ever been around somebody who said they're free? But you give them long enough. And you give them long enough and they're going to start talking about where they used to be. That's because they left but they never got out. But God sent me down here with a word today to tell you that if you will say yes, he will bring you out. I'm talking about totally out. Out of your past, out of your problem, out of your predicament, and set your feet on a course that's going to lead into your destiny. Now hear me. See, this is where Abram, Abram, Abram. Abram, and let me help you. The Bible says that God had spoke to Abram. See, if I, if I was God, I would have left some of this stuff out of my Bible. <laughs> really, if I was God, I would have left some of this stuff out of my Bible. Because the fact of the matter is, when you compare what the Bible says in Genesis 12 to Stephen's account of Abraham's journey in Acts 7, we find that Abraham did not leave or Abram did not leave when God first spoke to him. Hallelujah. And even in the Bible's account in Genesis 12, Abraham left, but he didn't obey God. He left, but he didn't get out. Because God said, get thee out from among your country, from among your kindred, and from among your father's house. Get out from among your culture, your kinfolk, and your comfort zone. And the fact of the matter is, if you read Stephen's account in Acts 7, then Abram did not leave when God told him to. It was Terah, his daddy, that started moving the family in the direction of where God had for Abram to go. Hallelujah. And even when Terah died, even in, in Genesis 12, the Bible said, Abraham took Lot and his family. Come on. Which means Abraham or Abram had a problem with obeying the will of God. From Genesis 12 and 1 through Genesis 12 and 3, that's a period in Abram's life that the Bible would really call the wasted years. Abraham was just wasting time. Hallelujah. From Genesis 12 and 1 to Genesis 12 and 3, Abraham just, Abram just wasting time. And I came to tell somebody in here that the Lord told me to tell you that he's going to give you a second chance at it. He was serious about what he said. He know you've been wasting time. You've been wasting time in with the wrong people who are not a part of your promise. You've been wasting time with the wrong in the wrong environment, which is not part of where you're going. You've been wasting time in a dimension that's not a part of your destiny but he's able to redeem the times God told me to tell you if you will say yes right now he'll restore the years that the locust and the canker worm and the caterpillar has eaten up but he's waiting on you to say yes this time now the fact of the matter is when you say yes to God You just said no to everything and everyone 
who's not a part of where he's taking you. And that's what challenges us. Because there are some people. Lord, how can I put this in? I want to put this nicely, Pastor. There are some people who have been a part of your life who are not a part of your destiny. There are some places that have been a part of your life that are not a part of your promise. There is some comfort that's been a part of your life that's not a part of your Canaan land. Never let comfort cause you to miss Canaan. Hallelujah. In other words, don't settle for mediocrity. Don't settle for Mesopotamia when God has a Canaan land in store for you. But the reality is, everybody you dealt with in Mesopotamia, you can't drag into Canaan land. Everybody who was a part of your life in Mesopotamia are not ordained to be a part of your life in Canaan. In fact, until you can let a lot go, you ain't going into your Canaan land anyway. Abraham trying to drag Lot. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, you ain't dragging Lot. You dragging Fred. You dragging Frank. You dragging Clara. You dragging Pookie. You dragging Ray Ray. You dragging all these. You trying to drag all these people out of your past into your promise. God told me to tell you, you better let them go before he has to bust it up. Are you listening to what I'm Because there is coming a time when nobody who's not a part of what God is doing in your life it's going into where God has ordained for your life. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, hurry up. God's trying to show you something. Hallelujah. I tell your other neighbor, hurry up. God's trying to show you something. <laughs> Honey, it's time for you to move to the next verse in your life. You wasted enough time. Stop living in 12 through 1 through 3. It's time for you to step over into the next verse in your life. God is ready to do something in your You've wasted enough time. You've wasted your energy, wasted your effort, wasted your outlook. But God sent me here to tell you that he's about to do something in your life that gives you enough grace to make a move. Give your neighbor a high five and tell I'm about to make a move up in here. Yeah. Hallelujah. See, my grandmama was a checker player. <laughs> Y'all got to excuse me. I didn't find the Lord until I was 25. And my grandmama was a checker player. And, and of course, she, I played checkers with her. And when she was really setting something up for you, when she was really setting it up, she would, and you were taking too long, she would look across the table over her glasses. 
And she would say, your move. And I just heard the Holy Ghost say to me, you tell them it's their move. Hallelujah. And the reason I want them to hurry up and make a move is because I've been setting it up. I've been setting the stage. I've been fixing it just like I want it. And if they will make a move, hallelujah, they're not going to, it ain't going to be one of these jump here, jump there, jump there. No, it's going to be tap, 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 king man. Are you listening to what I'm saying? God told me to tell somebody up in this place, he's ready to redeem the times that you've been wasting. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it's your move. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. But now you got to understand, when God starts dealing in your life, when you make up your mind that you're going to go with God, tell your neighbor, just go with God. Just go with God. He's going somewhere with this. But you got to understand, he ain't, listen, he's not going to allow you to come out of where you are and remain like you are. The reason he's challenging you to, I don't know who I'm preaching to in here, but the reason you're restless and the reason you're uncomfortable and the reason you can't see uh, to make sense of all of this uh, is because there's more in you. I don't know. Oh, Lord. I just heard God tell me that God told me to tell you there's more in you. And this is not a bad season that you're in. I know who I'm preaching to, but somebody in here, you're trying to make sense of all of this. You can't figure out who you are. I don't know whether I'm an apostle. I don't know whether I'm a prophet. I don't know whether I'm a teacher or an evangelist or a pastor or a teacher. I don't, God told me to tell you, stop trying to figure all that out and say yes to the Lord. The reason he's calling you to move is because there's more in you. But he's not going to allow this next move of God to be tainted by your past. He's not going to allow this next move of God to be tainted by your family. He's not going to allow this next move of God to be tainted by your upbringing. He's not going to allow this next move of God to be tainted by your country, your kinfolk, or your comfort zone. In other words, he's not going to allow Abraham to act like Abram. And so what God is doing is moving you out. So he can make somebody brand new out of you. Oh. See, this is the problem. God already knows that if you don't come out of where you are, He can't give you this upgrade. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because there are forces in your life that like who you are right now. And they don't want you to be anything else. 
they've kind of gotten used to you being who you are. They've kind of gotten used to you acting like you are. They've kind of gotten used to you being able to do what you can do. But God wants to do something exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. But in order for him to do it, he's got to get you out of the environments that are going to cause you to miss it. Tell your neighbor it's time for somebody to make a move. You can do what you want to do. But I'm getting ready to make my move. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Listen, if God is getting ready to do something in your spirit that's going to press you, empower you, and give you the grace to make your move. And all you need to do is say yes to the Lord. Go after what God has for you. And you're going to see yourself making a move in your outlook. And a move in your attitude. And a move in your spirit. Because God is ready to show you something that you've never seen in your life. He's ready to show you something in your anointing. He's ready to show you something in your attitude. He's ready to show you something in your faith. He's ready to show you something in your family. And it all hinges upon your willingness to make the next move in your life. And he's trying to protect you and his purpose because he knows that the people who are familiar with Abram are not going to be able to handle Abraham. Hallelujah. Because Abraham is a guy Oh Lord, I ain't got time. Abraham is a guy who's nothing like Abram. Let me just put it that way. And if God is going to do what he's planning to do in your life, it's going to be because you go with God. And let me tell you why it's so hard. And I don't have a whole lot of time, but you got to understand, if I had a... a, a an Old Testament map, I would show you. Everything, remember God planted a garden eastward in Eden? The men of the east? Everything and everybody was moving east. In Abraham's day, the wealth was eastward. The manifestations were eastward. His family was moving eastward. The commerce was eastward. Mesopotamia. If you look at Mesopotamia and then 
compare that to the location of Canaan. Canaan was west. Hallelujah. And I came to tell somebody in this place the real manifestation of the power of God is going to happen in the lives of people who while everything else is moving in one direction we allow the plan of God to take us in another direction. And God sent me here to let somebody in this place know, listen you're going to have to be able to kick against the current. You're going to have to be able to kick against current trends, to kick against current flows, to kick against current ideas, to kick against current ideology, because it's in that place, it's going against where everything else seems to be moving, that the real plan and purpose of God is going to be manifested in your life. God is looking for somebody who can go against the current to embrace the things that God has in store for you. You're going to have to go against what you've been taught. You're going to have to go against what you've been fed. You're going to have to go against what everybody is saying. You may have to do because the purpose of God will always be in another direction. And God is saying, allow him to take your life in another direction and he will make something special. God talking to in here about another direction. They told me I had to do this to make it. God said, no, that ain't what you have to do. Hallelujah. <laughs> they told me I, have, I had to have this uh, to be in ministry. God said, no, that ain't what you got to have. Uh, and they said, listen, uh, in order for you to be successful in the Lord, uh, you need to do A, B, C, D. Uh, God said, no, skip A, B, C, D, uh, because I'm going to make you a success, uh, move you all the way to Z. Uh, but the reality is I'm not going to do it uh, in the way that everybody else got it. Uh, I'm going to do it in the hearts, lives, and ministries of people who are willing to allow me to move them in another direction. You're going to go against what everybody else is doing and that's where the real manifestation of God is going to be realized in your life. God told me to tell somebody in here, it's time for you to pack. Pack up. Now, there are going to be some folk that, that, that they're not going to understand. You just need to tell them, I'm packing. <laughs> Why are you acting funny? I'm just packing. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? Packing. Uh, you done got all brand new on me. It ain't you. I'm just packing. Why 
that anymore. Don't even try to explain it to them. I'm packing. Hallelujah. Because something in my sanctified soul is telling me that God is about to bust a move in my life. And I don't want to miss it. I want to be prepared to step into the next dimension of destiny that God has prepared for my life. I don't want to be caught off guard. I don't want to be up in God's face talking about, look, God, give me five more minutes. No, no, no. I'm going to keep my bag packed. I'm ready to go. Because something in my spirit is telling me that God is about to do it like he did on the day of penalty. I'm getting ready for suddenly. Somebody up in this place, God told me to tell you, he's going to show up in your life suddenly. He's going to bless you suddenly. He's going to give you your miracle suddenly. God's going to give you the person that's going to move you to the next dimension of ministry suddenly, and you had better be ready to go. I'm through. Hear me good. I've been trying to figure out stuff to say, but the, the, real, the, the deal is this. The Lord is aware of your wasted years. He's aware of the time you wasted. He's aware of the place you wasted it. He's aware of the people you wasted it with. But he's saying to you right now, that doesn't bother him. He's been redeeming the times for a long time and all he's waiting for is you to say yes now for you to make up your mind that I'm getting out now I'm getting out of this place I'm getting out of this situation. I'm getting out of these circumstances. I'm getting out of this predicament. Who am I talking to in here? God's been pointing it out. God's been telling you. That place ain't your promised land. That person not a part of your destiny. That environment is not your destination. <clears throat> Got two words for you. Get out. Because there's something he wants to show you. I will. Good God Almighty. Can I help you? God wants to do something in your life 
that nobody, nothing, and no place can take credit for. God wants to do something in somebody's life in this place and folk are going to look at you and have to confess that's a God made man right there. That's a God made woman right there. That's a God made brother right there. That's a God made sister right there. Nobody could make that out of them but God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Now I'm done. You know, yeah, you can give me some. Let's stand to our feet all over this place, huh? Am I okay, Pastor? I what time it is. Listen to me. I want to. I just want to pray for you. And I ain't going to hold you hostage, but I do want to pray for you. And then I'm going to release you. I promise you. I believe that there are folk all over this place. And you've been grappling. <laughs> With this next move. With this next dimension of the manifestation of God's power. God is talking to you. He's speaking to you in situations. He's speaking to you in circumstances. He's speaking to you in ways unspeakable. Telling you it's time for you to get out. I'm ready to do something else in you. There's more in you. I'm ready. I want to make something special out of you. And let me tell you. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm just telling you that it's going to be worth it. Whenever God asks you for anything, if you have not heard anything else I've said, hear these words. Whenever God asks you for anything, he's never trying to take that thing from you. He's making room for what he's trying to get to you. And he knows that what he's asking you to give up doesn't allow space for what he's trying to send in. Huh. Now, I've tried to stay away from this, but I'm going to have to go and say it because I feel the Holy Ghost pressing on me. And I don't want to be tossing and turning all night. Whenever God wants to promote you, he sends someone into your life. Whenever he wants to protect you, he puts someone out of your life. <laughs> huh. 
And the reality is God has been pointing some people out to somebody in here saying, look, it's time for them to go. Let me tell you something. Put a little out before God makes you put a lot out. Lord, let me say that again. I ain't got time. <laughs> I will pray for you. Go west, young man. Go west, young woman. Go west, my brother. Go west, my sister. Everything in your life is saying you have to go east. God is saying, no. My promises are in the west. Amen. Amen. Listen. If that's you, I just want to pray for you. My brother, I'm trying to get out of here, Pastor. My brother right there in that burgundy shirt, right here, right here. Lift your hands up, say glory, glory, hallelujah. <clears throat> I just saw God close a curtain. I don't know what all that means. He closed the curtain. And you were standing at the curtain. not really knowing what to do with it. But then you threw your hands up and said, glory, glory, hallelujah. And God opened the curtain. <laughs> and what was on the side of the curtain before he closed it looked nothing like what was on the side of the curtain before he opened it. He told me to tell you to release the last season embrace this season because he's about to show you something that's going to blow your mind. Amen. Listen to me. I'm, I'm about to give you, I got to give you up. Listen to me. If you're in this place today and you're ready to go into the next season, the next dimension, the next manifestation of what God has for you, You've been wrestling because you know God is telling you it's time for you to move out of some stuff you've come, become familiar with, out of some people you've come to like, away from some people you've come to like, and out of environments that make you comfortable. But God is saying, you know what? There's more in you. There's more in you than this. I have more for you than this. Amen. If that's you, I want to pray for you. I'm going to make some room here. Pastor, I know you. You've, you're doing whatever it is you do this time of year, but will you join me on the stage, please, sir? Listen, I believe, you know, one of us can chase a thousand, two of us can put 10,000 to flight. If you're ready to go into the next dimension of what God has in store for you, I declare to you, 
if you would say yes to the Lord, God will give you the grace. He will give you the direction. He will give you the strategy to move into everything he has prepared for you. If that's you on the count of three, I want you to join us here at this altar. We're going to pray for you, speak a word over you, and release you in Jesus' name. Listen, it ain't about, it's not about your neighbor. It ain't about your friend. This ain't about your culture. This ain't about your kinfolk. It ain't about your comfort zone. This is about you willing to, being willing to embrace all that God has for you. Amen? Amen. On the count of three, if that's you, I want you to join us here at this altar. One, two, three. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you. Do y'all... I just feel it. I feel it. I feel like it's somebody's. I feel like it's a brand new season. You know that, brother? It's a new season. It's a new season. I feel it. Hallelujah. It's a new. Listen to me. If you're ready, really ready, I want you to lift up your hands at the altar all over this house and say, yes, Lord, I'm getting out. Yes, Lord, I'm obeying. Yes, Lord, I'll do what you're asking me to do. I will go where you're telling me to go expecting to have what you've ordained me to have. Father, right now in the most holy and precious name of Jesus, before we ask you for anything, we just thank you for it all. We thank you because you're God. There's no one good enough, powerful enough, righteous or holy enough to be God but you. And we bless you for being who you are. And right now, we thank you for the opportunity that you have prepared for us. The opportunity of entering into a dimension and manifestation of your purpose and of your power like we've not experienced thus far. Father, right now, we thank you for your ability to redeem the times. We thank you for your willingness to allow us another opportunity to go into some things and places. Uh, God, and fellowship with some people that we missed in the last manifestation. We missed when you actually spoke to us initially about all that you desire and designed uh, for our lives. We give you permission now to direct and guide us into those things and places and into those people that you have destined and designed to be a part of the full manifestation of the glory that you desire to release in and through our lives. Father, we give you permission right now to make us afresh, to change us from natural Abrams into spiritual Abrahams. Give us the grace to embrace our future. Right now, we come against everything and everything 
habit of our past that will try to pull us back into the stuff that you have already delivered us from. We wholeheartedly and fully embrace the door that you have set before us. For it is an open door and we shall enter therein. Yeah, God, knowing that you who have begun a good work in us shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. We speak the grace. We speak the faith. We speak the manifestation over each and every life gathered at this altar that will usher us and carry us into everything you have prepared for us. And as we see the manifestation of these things unfold, as we enter therein and walk therein, we will give you all the glory. We will give you all the honor. We will give you all the praise in that most holy and precious and matchless name of Jesus our Lord. We come against every hindrance that will try and pull us back into our past, that will try and keep us in our presence. We come against every hurdle. We come against every obstacle. We come against everything that the enemy would throw at us. We did Declare and decree it gone right now. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We speak it out of existence. We say to every mountain represented at this altar, be thou removed and cast into yonder place. For our future is brighter than our past. Our destiny is more powerful than our dilemma. God, I declare that each and every destiny represented at this altar shall pull us with the manifestation of power that will be so irresistible that nothing will be able to stop us from entering therein. Do it for us by the power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. And if you believe that, let's clap our hands all over this place and give God glory. Hallelujah! 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 Lay your hands on yourself and talk to yourself and say, I believe God, even as it was told to me. I believe God, even as it was told to me. I believe God, even as it was told to me. And my answer is yes, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Let's point this way. Point this way all over this house point this way join me and point this way and say thank God thank God for the man of God Pastor Steve it's been a privilege to have you join us for this time of ministry to find more Passion Church resources or to make a donation online visit www.passionchurch.tv remember you can't live without passion passion